Hi, I'm Jack the DM, and thanks for choosing the Slice and Dice podcast. Now, over to me. Good evening, good morrow, and good day, and welcome to another edition of Slice and Dice here with the Minilands campaign. It's been a hot minute uh, due to unforeseeable uh, illness-related stuff at my end, so sorry about that, but good news, feeling a lot better, hence we are back. Uh, And I, of course, am joined by some of our lovely players uh, this evening. Uh, although, oh, now, guys, what did you do with the display? Because now I can't see anyone. On, oh, that's on me. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I was I was just trying to look at all of us at one one time. I'm turning it back off. Turn it, turn it off. <laughs> turn the scene off immediately. <laughs> Excellent. Well, it's just going to be for me. Fuck. <laughs> oh, okay. Hang on. Okay, well, as you can see by the uh, the name displays, I'm joined by James, Jess, and Dan this evening. Um, we're hoping for a couple more. Uh, unfortunately, uh, various uh, uh, work commitments or being out of the country have hampered the rest of the party. But uh, not to worry, we're carrying on regardless. Uh, ah, hang on, I can change my view. There we go. I can change it to my normal gap view, I think. Is that... No... Uh, Ah, uh, what has happened? Why have you done this? <laughs> okay, I got everyone back. I got everyone back. Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. We're all... Everyone's here. Everything's fine. Oh, dear. It's like herding cats. Anyway, uh, good evening. Uh, good evening, folks. Um, it's been, a, as I said, it's been a hot minute, but we are here, and uh, and this, and we're going to play some D&D because that is fun. Uh, I hope... Uh, uh, I hope you all enjoy yourselves uh, this evening. Um, so, before we begin proper, um, first of all, let's say a, a massive hello and uh, welcome back to our guest star, to Jess. Good evening, Jess. Hey. <laughs> welcome back. Good to see you. I'm glad you're here. Um, actually, in some ways, having less of a party means we're going to have a more concentrated sort of focus on the party and i've and i i hope a, a more concentrated sort of focus on docs who is somewhat of an enigma still we don't know a lot about her and it's maybe it's about time we pulled back the curtain a little bit so perhaps tonight could be the night for that uh, maybe maybe not she might kill everybody I don't know. she might kill everyone she uh, that uh, many things could happen well, marvelous things could happen she won't kill the party just trying my Jedi mind trick. I'm not sure if that worked. Anyway, uh, so before we uh, uh, jump in with tonight's session, first of all, players, do you have any announcements, any shameless plugs to speak of? Nope. Okay, not a problem. Shameless plug! I was entirely prepared for this situation. So uh, usually we would have a shameless plug for our uh, for our good friend uh, Bart, uh, who would well, he would do the plug himself. For he uh, is uh, raising money for a very worthwhile cause for Macmillan Cancer Support, a fantastic charity, and he's uh, raising the money on uh, Just Giving, and uh, he is doing this by uh, going on some incredibly long walks, two very uh, very long hikes. Um, he would give a much better. Uh, rundown of what he's up to where and when and, uh, and the why and the rest of it uh so i will um do my best in his stead but you can find all the details 
on his Just Giving page, which we have a link to on our Twitch page. Um, I believe it's the Giving tab. If you click on that tab, it will take you immediately to his Just Giving page where you can uh, donate directly. If That is, of course, uh, if you are in a position to do so and uh, would like to please do so it is a fantastic charity for those of you um who follow my personal social media you'll know that um mcmillan uh, has been uh a really um has been a charity that i've ended up uh using in the past and they do a fantastic service um and it, the work they do changes lives and makes a horrible experience just slightly easier and when you're in that position it makes all the difference it really does they, they do fantastic work could not recommend them highly enough and uh it's fantastic that uh, bart is uh doing is doing something to raise money for such a great cause uh, so as i said if you uh, are in a financial position to do so please consider uh giving him a donation via his just giving page uh so with that one out for the shameless plug uh, you can, of course, check out our merch store if you haven't done so already. Uh, if you'd like to get yourself uh, some uh, some apparel that's all many lands or D&D related, such as this pencil case that I have here, uh, which is part of the Black and Golds collection. Um, this was... It's it's made of very... Fu- oh, I don't know what material it is, but it's uh, a very nice feel on the, on the hands. Uh, kind of a... Uh, rough spun feel to it with a zipper and everything and it's even got the slice and dice logo on the back so if you want to get some merch in your life that is one such collection the black and golds for the discerning dragonborn there are plenty of other uh, collections which you can check out today all on our store uh, which is uh, again there is a link to that on our twitch page uh, and outside of that um i think that I, I don't think there's much else that needs plugging to this this time it's all a bit um it, yeah, there's not, there's not a lot going on to report from my end, at least. Um, but hopefully there'll be more <laughs> in the next session. Anyway, uh, for now, then, that's the end of Shameless Plug. Shameless Plug. And so I think, without any further ado, let's jump into the session. Tonight's session here in the Manylands campaign on Slice and Dice. And uh, we are back. So uh, Bart, who is uh, sunnying it up in uh, Italy at the moment, I mean, it might be work-related, but he's in Italy regardless, um, has just got in touch to say uh, that his first walk 
will be a week Saturday, so not long to go at all. And this other one is at the end of July. So by the time of the next session, he'll have done the first of the walks. So I'll be interested to hear all about that upon his return. Anyway, pulling focus back into the session then. Last time in the Many Lands campaign, let me pull out my notes, uh, the party, um, half the party, um, that being Docs, Malar, Neris, and Seth's familiar Rallum, the Raven, uh, were uh, I- interviewing, shall we say, uh, Damon, the uh, the Red Mage. And uh, Damon had some very useful information for the party. Um, but this was accompanied by a lot of jibes at Neris, which, yeah, basically got under her skin and, uh, and uh, was just, just, just being a horrible person, really. Um, anyway, um, he had revealed that the Red Mages are after the artifacts of Ushtag, which they appear to be trying to assemble in order to resurrect the great red dragon of old Ushtag himself. Uh, one of the artifacts that they were after um, was the one that Damon extracted from Neris. It was her blood, apparently. It's the blood of Ushtag. Uh, and it would appear that the Moor Throne and the dagger which the party found also are artifacts of Ushtag. Uh, and it appears that there are many more. He gave a location of a, um, of a sort of nearby Red Mage hideout where there would be a map which would detail all the location of all of the artifacts. Uh, each Red Mage hideout has one of these magical maps uh, that reveals the location of these uh, artifacts for them to locate. Uh, uh, unfortunately, the party in their last Red Mage hideout did not find the map room and so did not have this information to hand. He also notes that he may be killed for this information uh, and so, you know, he does not give the information away lightly, but equally he's incarcerated so and within an uh, anti-magic field, so not a lot he can do in his current position. Um, but the cairn, um, sorry, the, the hideout is beneath, believed to be beneath a cairn uh, uh, between Kurisk and Herthir, Kurisk being the, uh, the next sort of town slash city north of Herthir. Um, with this information in hand, the team then go to warn the king to prepare for an attack by the Red Mages, for it seems inevitable at this point that they are going to make a move against the, the king, or at least against the palace, to try and get these artifacts. That, that seems to stand to reason at this point. Um, they also inquire about the creature under the castle, which provides the anti-magic field, to which the king revealed that those who supervise uh, this creature and its sort of housing, I think he was the term he used, are um, uh, sort of sealed beneath the castle. Uh, the uh, the lair in which this thing dwells um, is in the catacombs below the palace, which can only be accessed by aside from one main entrance, which has been booby trapped repeatedly. Um, is by um, these sort of emergency escape tunnels out of the palace, which are currently sealed because they are all magical uh, magical doors that allow entrance so once the anti-magic field drops those doors will then become unlocked or revealed and, and open because the magic will sort of start up again on these particular uh doors uh the he also noted that the um the traps which have been in place only a few creatures know of um know of these traps and how to get around them and uh it, not even the king knows this information He's then convinced by Leobrin to barricade all but one of the exits, uh, the emergency exits, leaving uh, one to escape through. Um, but 
that one that's been left will have more guards posted uh, onto it just in case uh, should the raid mages pull down the anti-magic field presumably they would have to do so by um getting to that creature below the palace and therefore could get up into the palace via these emergency escape routes so uh the rest of them have uh, so the king has now um ordered his uh his subjects to start barricading uh his, sorry his guard to start barricading and uh, to post more guards around all those entrances and exits when the group leave uh, th- uh the meeting with the king seth leaves his uh his familiar uh Rallum in spider form this time inside the palace and instructs him to go to Damon's cell to keep an eye on him meanwhile the rest of the party devise a plan to talk to Caladan Lambold um, hoping to get another name off of the list of suspects um, behind the attempted assassination attempt against the king Um, they already have one um, Pharrell Ragthot crossed off the list uh, and now they're looking to obviously advance uh, this but at the same time want to do so with all expediency because of this potential red mage uh, problem as well as the problem with the kobold kingdom as well there's there's a few there's a few ticking clocks going on right now and the party are hastening to get on with their investigation and find out who could be behind it, all of these things that are going on uh they also speculate about the king's brother-in-law heir apparent now um the uh, sort of the prince now of um of uh, Rachir, who warned of red mages gathering in the dock sector which is outside the city walls and has been championing has been begging the king for a long time to send guards outside of the walls to investigate in the dock sector um and so the party have been yes ruminating on this as well in game and out of game as it turns out and uh as you guys are leaving the palace and have had some time to discuss in character um what's uh what the next step is that's where we're going to pick things up so guys what are we doing we are heading to caladan's casino to go speak to him first gonna head back to where you won so much wealth uh before i'm sure he'll be very pleased to see you now of course um the other thing that happened in the last session um was that caladan was due for a meeting with the king um but could not uh start his meeting until after the party had left after <clears throat> after giving all their information and so on uh and discussing plans with the king and so uh when you guys left um caladan obviously went in and started his meeting with the king so you would naturally uh arrive at the casino ahead of caladan so um when you guys get there are you planning to just kind of just i don't know play some play some tables um play some dragon chess or something like that to keep you busy or are you just going to sit and wait oh i feel like that's a very brucon thing to wait by playing games but i'm i'm happy waiting waiting well you are entirely correct because no sooner have your feet crossed the threshold but brucon is, is gone and he's just he's already at one of the roulette tables um, throwing down chips and uh, yeah, seeing, seeing how well he does at that also checking out the card tables he's he's in his elements you know and and you know better than to interfere with him when he's in this mood so he's he's out of the picture i'm gonna just turn to madame's like should, should we leave him there while we're talking to caladan maybe we should leave someone to supervise him like uh neris or leo I don't mind looking out after him, says Brina, um, sticking a finger in the air. We may, 
we may need you for the zone of truth if, if he oh if we decide that asking politely doesn't work oh okay um the Oberyn sort of kind of looks uh, looks from nearest to the, the rest of you well um well I, I I certainly wouldn't mind um if 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 he thinks the right thing to do uh I I you know, it's my duty well but but I could perhaps be useful um you have my fey presence and whatnot um Neris Neris is um does not look amused but that's kind of normal fine okay I mean do you want me to do it yeah, you, you, you watch Brucon. Make sure he doesn't uh, start anything. Uh, if he does, uh, finish it. And uh, we'll see you guys soon. I will try not to burn this place to the ground. Yeah, don't, don't, don't try too hard. Fine. And she uh, heads off in the direction of Brucon. Leobrin looks slightly uh, anxious at this and says, I could go supervise her if you would like. Nope, nope. You're going to be useful. You're going to enchant him, make him tell us the truth. Okay. No problem. Um, DM. Yes. Uh, what form am I in currently? Uh, so when you left the palace, you mm-hmm. were in your, you were still in your lizard folk form. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's ibix. It's up to you yes. whether you change back to um, dragonborn or maintained lizard folk or even change the um no i think um she'll stick with the uh, lizard folk cool at the moment sounds good also uh one thing you know if you're piloting brina for today i don't think she's used either of her portent roles which were were they both 16 uh, i don't i don't know what they are but so if, if you want to like roll them because you may want to use them during because they, they work for ability checks as well as like attack rolls and stuff. <clears throat> yes, sorry, when you said your piloting, was that directed at me or was that at Jess? Uh, you. Are, are you being Brina? I, I can be Brina if you'd like me to be. Uh, I don't yeah, mind no, if one of you guys Sure. Uh, well, in which case, I will. Yeah, let me roll portent for her. She may have already done this, but it's one of the only things that can change ability checks. Okay, we've got a natural one and a nine. Ah. So the nine, not particularly useful, but the one, definitely useful. It's when we piss her off and we do we do like an insight check, and she's like, "Nope, nope, you've pissed me off today. Have a one." Nope. Yes, that's exactly You right. called me Sparkles. You can have a one. Oh, yes. <laughs> Forgot about that. Uh, all right. So the one, two, three, four, five of you sit tight. Meanwhile, as you can hear, far off sound of Brucon's, the roller coaster of emotions that Brucon is going through at the various tables that he's gambling at. But uh, within, within maybe uh, half an hour... No, sorry, more like an hour. It's a bit of a distance to the blue sector. You hear the arrival of uh, of Caladan. There is much fanfare. Uh, in fact, he appears to arrive on a sedan chair, uh, which is hoisted by eight kobolds carrying carrying him. 
uh, out, and then he's he sort of d- departs that he um, disembarks. Sorry, <laughs> that uh, just outside the entrance to the uh, the casino, for he comes in his long flowing robes, his beer guts you know, a couple of seconds before the rest of him uh, appearing in the uh, in the casino, and he immediately throws his arms wide, the real sort of showman feel uh, to him, uh, and uh, chips sort of fly out from his hands. He does so. He goes, uh, in Draconic, he uh, so docks. You would understand. Um, he sa- uh, says, "My people, I have returned. Welcome. Enjoy the casino." And then his his gaze pans round to you lot sitting in the waiting area, because there is a waiting area, a very plush waiting area where you guys have been sitting. Uh, oh, look who it is! And he switches to common. Um, Good evening, uh, pit champions. Uh, to what do I owe this pleasure? We were hoping we could get a uh, moment of your time to discuss uh, some matters involving the involving the king. Involving the king, you say? Well, yes, I did pass you after you had met with him. I was due for my meeting, so interesting. A very productive meeting, I hope. Very well. Let us go to my office. Uh, there was more of you before, though. Where is the... Ah, and looks round and sees uh, Spots Brucon amongst the crowd. And Neris, obviously, um, who's sta- who is sort of on nanny duty for Brucon. <laughs> One of the tables. Yes, Never mind. Uh, I believe they're uh, helping your casino profits at the moment. Well, we could do with the uh, reinvestment after you bled me dry last time. <laughs> okay. Ah, we're, we're very sorry for living. Yes. You, hey, a bet is a bet. You won the bet, I had to honor that. I was just surprised that you won with... Anyway, never mind. Follow me. And he uh, heads up the ban- up, up the stairs draping along the banister as he does so his long sort of uh, wizard sleeve uh, on his robes just kind of gliding over the banister as he uh, as he makes his way up uh, it does appear that um, he doesn't appear to be the um, strongest of individuals um, for a dragonborn um, it does seem that he is kind of having to use the banister to kind of haul himself up a bit like his great weight is uh, a bit difficult uh, to, to ascend the stairs with his uh, with his legs alone um, uh, but within a few moments, he is at the top of the stairs and heading into his office. And I take it the five of you are following. Yeah. All right. He leaves the door open, and he may enter. And he takes his place behind his oversized, um, in his oversized armchair behind his very grand, very large mahogany desk. So. Is, you wanted a word in private, would you mind? And he kind of gestures towards the door. The open door, shall I say. Yeah, we will politely close that. Okay. And he uh, then places his elbows onto the, onto the desk, leaning forward, steepling his fingers, and then leaning his great head uh, on, his, uh, on his fingers. So... Uh, where would you like to start? <clears throat> so the king has tasked us with 
helping to find those behind the assassination plot behind himself that unfortunately claimed the lives of his wife and child. Yes. Some of some of the people on the uh, most suspected list are some close associates of yours, and we were hoping you'd be able to give some insight into their character or the most likely suspects behind them. Ah, <laughs> uh, the investigation that the enforcers were doing. This was a year ago when they were investigating. I'm surprised it has been revived. Well, <clears throat> I guess there is no harm in telling you what I told them then. I, uh, I have no interest in the crown of Rachir. It is carries far too much responsibility. Besides, I can become more powerful than the king through my own means, without any of that responsibility. Only responsibility for myself and my clan, I guess. My personal estate. You have no interest in the crown, but uh, you have interest in money. And if somebody offered you enough, would you then not take it? <laughs> Who would have enough money to offer me to kill the king, if that is what you're insisting? Oh, I'm not saying that she killed him. I'm saying that she might have helped. <laughs> and he, he regards the lizard folk for a moment and kind of cocks his head to one side. You have a very strange accent for a lizard folk. You sound more like one of my own. Who are you? I grew up in an orphanage with uh, other dragonborns and I learnt. Doc, you have to make a deception check, please. Yeah. To be fair, I forgot entirely what accent lizard folks are meant to be having, so that was a... You didn't know because because I have never at any point made it clear if lizard (laughs) folk have a particular accent. We've had one um, who I don't know if Doc's come across, Forked Tongue, who had like... An RP accent, so mm. you know, lizard folk. I think perhaps are a bit more diverse than the mm-hmm. uh, dragonborn, perhaps. Um, deception, yes. Yes, please. Nineteen. Nineteen. Hmm. Hmm. He kind of narrows his eyes a little bit. A lizard folk that has spent their life in the chair. A lucky lizard folk, no doubt. <laughs> so you believe that I have the means and therefore I would as- assist somebody in trying to assassinate the king. Is that right, lizard folk? Yes. You have a name, do you, do, do you not? Ibex. Ibex. Have, have we heard her call herself Ibix? Uh, yes. In front of the king, in fact. Okay. <laughs> hmm. I think there is a dragonborn drink that is some similar to Ibix. <laughs> Perhaps we'll enjoy it sometime. <clears throat> As I said in the previous time I was questioned on this, yes, I'm a very wealthy dragonborn. I would say that I'm the richest dragonborn in the entirety of the kingdom. As I said, though, I have no motivation to want to get rid of the king. 
or those around him. He does his business and I do mine. Can I insight check that? Yeah, go for it. Of course you can. Oh, a nine plus zero. Oof. With a nine. Uh, he's just got a bit of a... He's got a way about him with his... Um, with that sort of toothy grin and that kind of cocksure attitude. He comes across a little bit slimy. It's hard to tell whether... Uh, it, it, you can't get a, a, a good read on whether he's being genuine or not because he's he always seems to address you guys in this, this fashion. Uh, he's not giving much away. So, is it some of the other suspects are leading authorities in the Dragonborn community, such as yourself? Are there any of them that you believe would be most likely to have taken part in this? I have, uh, I have my opinions, as anyone does. But I would be foolish to cast aspersions about powerful people in the Dragonborn Kingdom. <laughs> Especially with those who may not have the highest of opinion of me, as uh, you, you folks may not do. Uh, I think we're new in town, which is... We don't have such prejudices between against the... Uh, individuals we haven't met yet, so I believe that's why the King passes with this. Your board council members, we have no hate or lack to anyone individual. A very uh, unbiased yes. investigation. That is quite wise of the King. Although incredibly paranoid, but, well, come to expect that after so much time has passed and uh, after the other measures he has put in place since the assassination. <laughs> I, for me, it speaks of the weakness of the King's Arndak. He's, if he had, uh, if he had been con- concentrating more on his borders than on what was going on in his own in the capital of Rachir, then perhaps we would not have such a problem with the uh, with the Burekrin, uh, mining operation that we have been doing. If it was not for my Wyvern riders. In fact, we would not have uh, known about yourselves uh, crossing our borders, or in fact, uh, of anyone else who tries to. Uh, what's the word? Um, infiltrate into the kingdom. Oh, now, what would you know about uh, about what's going on in the, the rest of your borders, there, sir? Uh, surely, uh, there's no envy there about the the king doing what he wants with his lands. Or do you think you could maybe do something uh, uh, better with the throne or all his I'm command? Sa- all I am saying, my friend, is that were it not for my wife and riders, you would not have been brought here. Uh, were it not for my wife and riders, the monastery would have fallen to the manticores without any hope of repri- uh, reprieve uh, or revival. Well, now... So you may not be aware of, uh, or you may not have partaken in any sort of plot to uh, overthrow the king, but that does not mean you do not know of people who may have conspired against him. Uh, what say you? I would say, Loxidon, that anyone who wanted to overthrow the king 
or at least were to be mixed up in a plot to do so, must be very desperate indeed. Inside check. Not. Uh, go for it. Finally, the guy with wisdom can do an inside check. No, I hate the plot. Zero. Uh, oh, no, you, you are a hope. I've got eight. So. Oh. Eight altogether? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, again, same same as uh, with Seth. He's a slimy, uh, smooth operator. He's quite difficult to read. Um, um, yeah, go ahead, Jess. Um, would Docs know that Caladan supplied the Wyverns, or is that not common knowledge? Yes, Docs would know that the Wyvern Riders okay. are almost exclusively uh, in the Blue Sector. They have, a, 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 if you like, an airfield in the Blue mm-hmm. Sector um, yeah. with, with Wyverns. Like, th- this... Their wyvern riders are sort of one of their proudest sort of militia uh, that they that they offer, uh, and yeah, like I say, they they're very mobile and they've they ha- you guys have come across them before. They seem to be a force to be reckoned with. You also know, Docs, how uh, also that uh, in terms of uh, uh, blood ball, uh, one of the uh, the games that's played, uh, the most popular sport in fact in uh, in the city and in fact in Rachir, uh, you know that the blue jets. Um, which or uh, Caladan's commandos, as they're otherwise known, uh, are top of the league and have been for a long time. They've got the best players. Um, uh, so you know the blue sector are kind of the jocks of uh, <laughs> of, of the fear, basically. Okay. Oh, good. I've got them in my blood ball fantasy team. I'm glad they're doing well. <laughs> there we go. So they got a, they got a lot of good players. Um, Era, on an unbeaten run of about eight games at this point, actually, because uh, I believe Docs had a short conversation with the barkeep of uh, Bronze Allergy, and, and it was brought up. <laughs> so these are these are callbacks. This is this, this, these are things that are happening. <laughs> I'm not just making this up. Well, I did originally, but now it's a thing. Um, so yes, uh, so not Docs. You know that you know a bit more about um, the goings on with with Caladan and so on. Um, but yes, at this point, um, he uh, goes to his drinks cabinet, and uh, oh no, James, your camera's fallen. But that's okay. Um, I've got it. He picks up a bottle of. Uh, it looks like a clear liquid inside it, um, but it seems to have. Um, it seems to have these little pellets floating in it, sort of blackish pellets. You can't really tell what it is exactly. And he kind of places it on the desk, uh, along with some glasses, and says. You have to draw, join me in a drink. Oh, I, uh, I don't, I, uh, I don't partake, but uh, uh, I'm sure Mr. Sepp will uh, indulge you. It is nothing to be scared of, Elf. It is a, uh, uh, sorry, Elves, and he kind of looks from Seth to uh, uh, to Leobrin. or even for you, my little friend, uh, looking at. Um, uh, Brina, uh, it is a very good vintage of the uh, 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 of the uh, Dragon Booker. I'll I'll join you. I'm not gonna lie; I'm only half paying attention. Like I was having camera things there. I heard alcohol. No so yes, yes, uh, yes. He's offering a you a drink of Dragon Booker. Uh, would anyone else uh, like, uh, <laughs> like to partake in some dragon boot? Dragon boot. Yeah. So, Malar right. is a water kind of guy. 
I'm not a fan for the uh, the aniseed flavor. It is not for everyone. Um, Brina also uh, refuses. Uh, Leobrin, however, goes, uh, yes, why, why not? Uh, a most generous offer from our host. Uh, very politely, he, he also takes takes a drink. So, Seth, um, the three of you, um, Caladan offers up his, his glass in a, uh, in a toast-like fashion and, uh, uh, and says, To the glory of the uh, of king and country. Yes? To the king and country. Yeah. Chink, chinks the glasses and then he shots his... Uh, Shots his, his Jack Booker. Um, <laughs> Leo Brin looks at you, <laughs> holding his, a little yeah. nervous. I, dr- I drink mine. Okay, can you make a constitution check, please? Oh, that's not terrible. Uh, 14. 14. All right, Seth. Uh, it's got an aniseedy flavour, as Doc's noted. But uh, in addition to that, it has a nice, it has a heat to it as well, it has an and that's sort of an afterburn you feel on both sides of your throat um, but you can uh, contain yourself with it it's like it's like sorry go ahead like a poisony burn not a poisony burn no no uh, just like a um, oh. like if you would uh, if you necked uh, a brandy you'd feel that kind of that little bit of a burn a l- little bit of heat afterwards uh, there's a bit of that quite intense but you uh, you seem okay with it um <laughs> Caladan himself, um, you see, kind of, he, he winces a little bit and, and, <coughs> and starts patting his chest. <laughs> it's good but strong, yes. Um, Leobrin, meanwhile, has turned a, a very a, a, a hot pink rather than his usual slightly fair uh, complexion. Um, and it doesn't look, doesn't look like he's, he's enjoying his very much and his cheeks puff out. <laughs> Caladan slaps him on the back. (laughs) Slaps on the back. (laughs) Yes, get it down, elf. It is. It's good. Make you strong. (laughs) Yes. Put hairs on that elven chest of yours. I'm sure. (laughs) Anyway, was there anything else you wanted to ask? Well, I had. uh, If you will permit me. Oh, this drinking festivity, you seem very sure of yourself. How uh, uh, far are you willing to commit to being um, innocent of uh, involvement? How, what would you like me to do? Swell a oh, I would just like you to tell the truth, and I would like to cast Zone of Truth. All right. As you go to cast the spell, he waves his hand and counter spells. Ooh. Well, hang on, I need to. Still need to lose the slot for it. His uh, um, his jovial appearance uh, completely drops from uh, as he does this. I do not appreciate people casting spells around me. Oh, that is your this only is, warning. This, this is just a simple little. Uh, just to make sure you're on the up and up, sir. Uh, there's nothing to be afraid of, unless, of course, you have something to hide. And there is nothing for you and... to be afraid of, unless you continue casting spells, in which case I will call my guards. Malar looks at Seth. Asks a look at Seth. 
I mean, uh, we uh, don't need to fight him. Oh, that hurts to say. Matt Mallard <laughs> looks back at the guy and looks over at uh, Docs and is like, oh, oh, mm, Good day to you, sir. I'm done here. Before you Swishes go, out the room. Before you go, Master Loxodon, before you all leave my premises, uh, I may have some information that may be useful to you, but I am reserved to give up such information to you when you have bled me dry once. If you give me the opportunity to perhaps win back some of what I lost to you before, a simple wager. If you win, you win. I will honor the bet. If you lose, then I will recoup some of my losses. And I will, of course, give you some of the information that could prove useful to your investigation. How about that? What's the bet? You may choose anything you like. You could even enter yourselves if you really wanted to. In a game of Blood Bowl against my team, the Blue Jets. And if your team wins, you win the wager. If your team loses, I win the wager. Other than the dogs, we know what this, this game, this sport is. No, not you guys You haven't, not really. You would have heard it in passing. You don't know what it is. Um, nobody at any point has expressed an, an interest in knowing more about it. But Docs does know about this. Uh, sorry, so I know, that Jess, I know, I know from... that Jess may not, but Docs does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so what Docs I know is kind of Blood Bowl is that yeah. we throw ball, uh, we throw heavy balls at each other till they bleed and die. That's what I've heard in the street. Yes. <laughs> can can we substitute daggers? I'm good at that. Uh, very funny. Uh, somebody we'll, may have. We'll play. Da- we'll play blood. Blood dagger. Blood ball um, is a very rough sport. It, um, so out of character, it's kind of similar to like American football um, or rugby. There's, there, there are some similarities to that, um, but you can throw the you can pass the ball forwards by anywhere. Um, so not like rugby in that sense. Uh, but you are trying to get the ball into the end zone uh, to score points. Uh, and uh, strength is important, but speed is probably more so. Monks, for instance, would be a a very good class uh, to play um, at Blood Bowl. Um, But yes, it can be quite physical. No weapons are allowed as such, but uh, they they, can beat on each other uh, and, you know, various grappling. What about magic? Uh, (laughs) As far as uh, Docs knows... Um, magic is uh, is forbidden, but certain um, there are certain buffs that are allowed to be enchanted on the players, um, sort of pre-half um, before going on the pitch. But no magic is allowed to be cast on the pitch. There are rumours that some you know cheat and use uh, uh, use spells um, like covertly. Uh, or that uh, magic items can be smuggled on sometimes, that kind of thing. Um, these are just rumours, though, that it has not been proven. I mean, Malar would say no, because he hasn't. He doesn't know what he's signing up for. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm afraid that uh, we're unfamiliar with this sport, and uh, as I say, we'll uh, we'll do back at the palace to report to the king on uh, our suspicions. So we'll be more than happy to inform him of your compliance with the investigation. Very well, mm, lizard folk, ibex, I believe. Maybe you could uh, fill them in on on this sport. I believe there is another game uh, later on the tonight, in fact. Uh, you know, give them the rundown. Oh, and uh, if uh, if I, what I'm assuming is you are going the same, you are interviewing the same people as a year ago, you should know that it is in two days' time that uh, uh, Dudra Denish casts out on a maiden voyage on their new pleasure vessel. So you should probably get to them before that date, or in fact, get yourselves tickets, get on board, enjoy yourself. Thank you for your assistance. You were, I mean, not helpful, but you were something. We'll see you again soon. I certainly leave an impression, as do you. Okay. Alrighty then. So as you uh, head downstairs, you uh, at this point you kind of have lost sight of um, Brucon and Neris, but you can you can hear Brucon occasionally, um, either swearing in Dwarvish or um, in in joy or sometimes in anger and frustration and sorrow. There's a, there's a range of emotions, so you know that they're still around somewhere. Um, so what are you guys? Uh, now have you now you've exited that meeting what's the plan uh, let's round up our brew going there so let's head down to the uh, to the pier to speak to the brother-in-law alrighty oh now Ms. 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 uh <clears throat> Ibex oh, so looking around oh uh, you seemed uh, reticent to uh, attend the docks uh, why why was that? At the time, I just didn't think there was any this, uh, there was necessity for it. Oh, and uh, <clears throat> uh, you're comfortable going there now? Yes, as long as we're going to the ship, where yeah, where we're going, where it's going to be beneficial. This is Seth. Lead the way. Uh, uh, oh, actually, now, Mr. Uh, Smith, we should strategize. Uh, it seems to me, uh, Brucon uh, puts his hat behind his back and uh, waggles his finger as he joins the conversation. We may be overlooking something here. Because, yes, although, you know, I appreciate that uh, um, we have been told that the, the, the brother-in-law is, um, uh, is uh, has been saying about Red Mages in the dock sector, I don't... Th- am I wrong in... Were we not told that by the enforcers that the... Um, that the the brother-in-law actually resides in the gold sector, and uh, and so we're more likely to find him there. No, I thought he was down at the dock. Too. Yeah, I thought he was. Yeah, I I had, I believe they had said that uh, he had been encouraging guards to investigate the docks because there were red mages there, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he is at the, in the docks, especially being the heir apparent to the kingdom, do you think he would risk his life if there are red mages in the dock sector by going there himself? That seems, well, frankly, To the gold ridiculous. sector? To the gold sector. 
actually, before we go, uh, let me let me just check on Rallum, and I'm going to sure. share my senses with him and see if he has made his way to Damon's cell. Okay. Um, you checking on Rallum? Yeah, what does ahead. Seth look like when he does this? This thing where he looks through. Like, do his eyes roll back? Do they cloud yes. over? Or yeah, when he walks. Yeah, he walks. He does okay. walk, so his eyes roll back, and you know you can see the whites of his of his eyes rather than the now red uh, irises uh, that he has. So mm. it's kind of yeah, it's not not, not it's just as disturbing as normally now. Uh, but yes, but your eyes roll you, back. Before you get into the description, um, like Malar sees Seth do this. And like, as a waitress goes by, grabs like a, a, a like a an empty and like a, a tankard or something, and just balances on the top of Seth's head the glass and just fills it up with the tankard, just right up to the top, and then just puts the tankard down and just stands back, and just like wait. Seth, you can Seth, you can although you're blind and deaf, you can feel a glass being placed on yeah. your head. Damn. As he does that, I, you could, because I, I, you can still hear me because I'm talking. I'm just talking through my familiar and seeing through him. I say, Mala, I'm going to let this one slide, but please take this off my head. Well, now you probably wouldn't know it was Mala, but I will. You know, perhaps you could assume, uh, given your history. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you can you can certainly say that. Um, when you look through uh, Rallum's eyes, um, it, he appears to be in transit on the way down to the cells. It doesn't look like he's got there yet. Obviously, in spider form, he's quite small. It takes quite a while. Uh, if he's not, if he's going down, is he is he close? Almost there? Yeah, he's not too. He's not far away. Um, he's got a few. Uh, he's just descending the last staircase. Okay, I'm gonna come back to the party. And I'm gonna say he's nearly there. Uh, can we find somewhere that uh, doesn't involve me walking around blind and deaf for a minute, just to sit down while I have a conversation? Oh well, uh, the, the gold sector may have. Uh, well, we'll, we'll, we could sit in the casino. I could. Yes. No. Yeah. Let's just let's uh, sit down for a minute in in private somewhere. Excellent. And he just the conversation. Off. You can still hear it. He disappears off to another casino table. He's like, I'm gone. I'm gone, guys. And I asked Brina, Brina, do you know any drow name? Like a common drow name? Uh, um, I don't know. We never really, as as far as I know, we, we, we didn't, I never engaged with a, a drow and we're on, first name terms with them we as far as i'm aware we've just avoided them sorry okay but i'm, I'm going um, to pretend to be a drow working with the um cobalt kingdom i just look to see if i had a real i won't give him a name okay uh, 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 um uh, uh seth guys and leo looks a little bit concerned um uh Seth, I think it's happening again. And he's like looking around above him. Oh, this is the sensor. Yeah. Shit. Um. 
I'm just gonna cast message to Leo and just be like, tell us when you think it's gone, because I can't see it anymore. Okay. Will do. So while you guys are waiting okay. for Rallum to uh, make his move, Docs, can you make a uh, charisma check for me, please? Oof. Check or just just a check, yes. Six. With a six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Your nose starts to bleed and you take eight points of psychic damage as a oh, as as a uh, vision. It, suddenly your eyes kind of roll back into your head. Uh, and you are visited by uh, a familiar face. Uh, that of Etherel. Your patron. <laughs> Pardon the interruption, my dear, but I have noticed that uh, I've noticed somebody in your presence. Somebody who could be very useful to both of us. To both of us or to you? To me mostly, but what's useful to me is useful to you. I give you your powers, do I not? And if I am given more powers, I can impart more to you, especially as, as a most loyal and uh, useful subject, as you are. Oh, ever so loyal, ever so loyal. Oh, yes. You wanted help with your investigation. I could grant you more help were you to help me in bringing this Leoberin to me. What do you know? I know many things. You have to be more specific. What do you know about the investigation? What do you know about the assassination? I personally don't know anything, but I can pers- I can, of course, grant you more powers that could be useful in your investigation. Fine. When do you want him? The sooner the better. I'd like to see him for myself before I summon my sisters. I'll get him to you as soon as I can. Very good. Sorry for the migraine. And she disappears. And you are left with a stinging headache. Yeah. That was um, six points of damage, she said, yeah? Eight, eight points of psychic damage. You eight? Know. Okay, I'll drop, I'll drop another two then. Uh, <laughs> and I was saying, un- until, until you... Bleeding. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Wait, are you okay? You just started bleeding. Yeah, I, started I'm, bleeding. I'm fine. I, I, um, I, just, I need to go outside for a little bit. That's sure. Uh, yeah, she's gonna walk out the casino. Okay. Um, and so you see some of these street performing uh, wizardly types out there, still trying to impress uh, with their <laughs> various displays of colours and so on. Um, and yes, try and sort of gather your thoughts back together. Um, can you make a charisma save, please? Yes. 
Because that's a whole lot better. That's 19. Yes. <laughs> 19, okay. Uh, you managed to stave off the worst of the effects uh, of, the, of the migraine. Uh, so, mm. you, uh, uh, so you don't have... Uh, you don't suffer any exhaustion uh, and... Uh, Otherwise, you would have suffered some exhaustion if you had failed. So you're you're sweating, you're sweating, but you are, and you've got a bit of a headache, but you're okay. Okay. Um, She's going to drop into um, one of the nearest alleyways and transform back into her dragonborn self. Yep. Okay. And just wait for the guys to come back out. Okay. So... Uh, a bit of time passes, maybe another ten minutes or so uh, before Seth um, with you keeping an eye on Rallum, you see that he finally has f- found his way to uh, Damon's cell. He's currently outside and on the wall and looking in through the iron bars. He hasn't gone into the cell yet, but he's awaiting your command. Uh, are we in a private area? Like, people aren't going to overhear our conversation? No, you are very open. You're in the waiting area of the um, casino. Um, the, there are private booths, but you'd have to hire them. That's fine. Well, I'll quickly hire a private booth. Okay. Uh, one Jade Dragon. That will hire you a, hire you a booth. Perfect. Uh, Leo, since you're... Um... Yes. <clears throat> and I'm going to whisper a little bit like your friend is watching. Yes. Why don't you stand outside so that they're not privy to our conversation? Uh, yes, I could go keep an eye on uh, I- Ibex. Yes. And he. Yeah, go see if she's okay. He, yeah, he goes to head outside. And uh, he's, he's going to be looking around outside because he can't find the docks. <laughs> Malar will turn to that and. Uh... Oh, Mr. Seth, uh, <clears throat> uh, do you need assistance uh, with what you're about to undertake, or have you, your new, your friend, uh, is he providing enough assistance as it is? Well, I'm going to be lying to Damon about um, us being associated, or the person on the other end of the spider being associated with the Kobold Kingdom to try and make a fake alliance to get some information of where the Red Mages are. To see if the information he gave to Neris was true. So, uh, anything that can help me with lying. Uh, Malar takes a moment to weigh up the implication and the morality and the ethics of is it a bad thing if you do a bad thing for good reasons or is it just a bad thing for, you know, that sort of. And then he turns around and he had a brook on there to help him. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah, had the balance and all that. Mm. Uh, Malar will in turn separate Nice to know that uh, you still need the gods for something, and I just slap him on the chest. Uh, take enhance ability, and I'm going to give you uh, eagle splendor. So advantage on charisma checks. Nice. Excellent. Very good call. Ooh, very useful. That does last an hour. So we, if we're quick, oh. we might be able to. Fantastic. Cool. I'll get started then. Um, if we're in the private booth, I'm going to go um, look through random and speak through him. Uh-huh. And I'm going to have him back away so he's at least five feet away from the bars or so, so that he can't be squished by an errant hand or foot through the bar. 
And uh, so can I see Damon in this cell? Yes. <clears throat> or certainly, you know, a tower well, figure that resembles Damon. Obviously, you can't see his face yeah. currently. Damon, 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 how are you? Kind of lift, lifts up his cowl. I recognise that voice. What do you want? Oh, really? You have spoken to, to Damon do before. So. Oh, you. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, James. Sorry. In which case, sorry. Let me redact that. It, Make I'm not a, sure it came through too well no, on no, the no. thing. Make a performance check, please. So I wasn't sure if it came through too well on the thing because I'm trying oh, not to be too loud. Yeah, so we'll say performance for the see how good Seth's accent is. And after that, with what you're saying, there may be deception <laughs> checks later. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, oh, God, thank you for the advantage. That was very useful. Yeah. Uh, performance 19, as opposed to the five it was going to be. Okay, so uh, let's. So I, I, I retract my previous statement as Deep Throat <laughs> appears to be talking to Damon. <laughs> oh, Sorry, I'm trying. I'm trying not to be too loud in general. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. Um, okay, but we'll get the. We, you're putting on a voice to disguise uh, your own voice. That's so he looks up uh, towards the bars. Hello, yes, that is my name. What do you want? It's a shame to see one of the powerful little red mages caught up in the little spider's web. Oh, you must be a, somebody disguised as a spider. Intriguing how you can do that, uh, considering the anti-magic field up here. <laughs> we all have our uses. Little? Okay. You said I, said I was a little red mage. And who are you, oh grand well, so, spider that doesn't show themselves? Someone that's not been beaten by children the last time they were, they fought them. <laughs> Big talk for somebody who's hiding in the shadows. Show yourself. Unless you are afraid. Uh, Rallum's going to step forward slightly so he's still away from the bar but visible. In, in spider form still. Spider form still. So he's gonna have to scuttle. So he, he's he's on the wall as a little spider. He'd have to like scuttle and climb up into the bars if he was to be seen closer up. Oh, unless he fired uh, some web across, he... I guess. I've got a different conception of how small he is. I'm, 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 I was picturing him like you know tarantula size. Yeah, um, tarantula size. Okay, sorry, I, he could climb across the ceiling and then descend down on some webbing couldn't he to make him kind of closer yeah so we'll see he can do that that makes sense i just wanted to stay out of swatting range <laughs> yeah no uh, i it makes sense i appreciate that no. <laughs> bye yeah um uh, so all right I, uh, I am an individual that has been uh joined forces with the, the kobold kingdom for their uh quest as they put it to free the creature below the castle make a deception and... check please yeah deception check that is uh, 25 25 he uh, slowly 
sort of st- he kind of stoops down a bit and before rising up from his seat and comes closer to the bars. The Kobold Kingdom, you say? You seem rather eloquent from some for somebody supposedly from the underground kingdom that I've heard a little about. We were hired by by them, the Kobold Kingdom. They were filthy little pickpockets. It's their uh, leader that we have interest in. But I've heard that our goals align. You you want this little magic dome down so that you can get your dragon toothpick, and we want the we want the uh, creature creating the force field. <laughs> I'm afraid, friend. The only reason I would want the uh, the the field down was so that I could escape from this place. But my brethren, yes, they would indeed want the uh, magic toothpick, as you say. They may want me as well, but... Are you no longer with the Red Mages? I I mean, uh, of course I am. I'm still wearing their robes, am I not? Can I insight check? Yes. Ah, two... He seems he seems entirely honest. He seems everything seems above board. Yeah, he's above board. He's definitely a still part of the regiment. I mean, you know, he's not that he's a charisma based spellcaster <laughs> or anything who's quite good at deception. Nothing like that at all. He's he's totally on the level. Um, <laughs> no, no, of course I'm. Uh, yes, my kind. Of, um, yes, we're looking to make contact. The Cobalt Kingdom. They have their numbers, but their soldiers aren't. Well, they're not soldiers. We're looking to make contact with your red mages, an alliance, if you will. We take the dust bubble down, you gain your freedom, they gain their dragon bone, we gain the creature. A win for everyone. You see, as you're saying this, um, that Damon's uh, right hand seems to... um curl around something that he seems to be trying to conceal from you um, in his hand but it does definitely move um, it looks like something big enough to sort of you know fit into maybe not quite fit into the palm of his hand it's quite big whatever it is um, but um, it's not like a dagger or anything like that um, anyway he continues to speak in a measured tone <laughs> I see well uh Unfortunately, I'm rather out of the loop of the where my brethren currently reside. Have you tried uh, a, a certain cairn, a hideout, um, between here and uh, Kerrisk, I think it is? I believe there's a hideout there. But without a map to hand and without any further contact, I'm afraid that is all the information I have currently. Can I insight check that? Yeah. I don't know why I keep looking at my skills like it's going to change from a plus zero. Uh, Twelve. Again, he seems to be being honest. Um, Doesn't appear to be any falsehood in what he's saying that you can tell. 
we have with that, he, uh, he, he, he then his hand lightning fast comes up and he throws a rock towards uh, the spider. However, it hits the bars and clatters to the ground. Sorry. Um, oh, that's not, that, that's not a friendly approach. I'm going to have the spider change back into imp form and fly to the other side of the bars. Huh. A good, like, small distance away. I thought as much. Just testing a theory, friend. Nothing, nothing more than that. So, Damon of the Red Mages captured and has a information of where they may be. Yes. I have been incarcerated for some time. This has been a less useful than what your reputation proceeded to be. Oh, my reputation? Oh, you do flatter me so. Have you been speaking to the pit champions by any chance? They uh, have fond memories of me. We have no interest in children that got in your way once. Children? Hmm. Be careful not to underestimate them. They hold no threat to us. They're oh. just more pawns of this kingdom that will be in our way. I see. Well, good luck, friend. Perhaps our next. So we have will be heard more, that you. Uh, eventful. We have heard that you had more interest in one of them in particular. Maybe you'd like us to leave them alive for you. Uh, can you make another deception check for me at this point? Because things are getting a little, hmm, a little suspicious, a little sus. God bless advantage. God well, bless The gods advantage. have blessed you with the advantage. Ah, shit. Don't, don't tell Malar I said that. Uh, ah. 21. <laughs> uh, okay. I... Perhaps that would be incredibly that would be generous unless they serve your means of course well Damon scourge of some tavern loot faller of children you have uh, proved your reputation of not very impressive and very unuseful well, I would that, say I'm sorry to disappoint, I, but uh, I'm not sorry. I, I'm not in the habit of negotiating with disembodied voices talking through their familiars, so... And with that, I pull Rallon back. Uh, as in you um, dismiss him? So, or? bonus action to dismiss him, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, just and before he disappears, you hear, you hear Damon uh, have a little chuckle, just... <laughs> And I come back to the conversation, and I'm like, well, that was much less useful. It was very fun taunting Damon, <laughs> but uh, very unuseful for um, any new information. He gave the same location that he gave to the others. It was worth a try, though, Seth. I, um, I, I, I like the ingenuity of it. 
It was really fun pissing him off. He seems less threatening when magicless and in a cell. So that was very, very fun. And if I had my way, I would have killed him in that cell. But Malar said no. Oh, yeah. now, Miss Neris, I'm trying to save your immortal soul and nothing else. But come on, just one little... He... Finger. He didn't seem too interested in keeping you alive. I thought that you were... You would have been more vital to their plan. They would have wanted to keep you alive, but what? he didn't take the bait of uh, asking you to be safe or delivered to them. So I'm well, not sure what his plan is. Well, when we were speaking to him before, he had no... Uh, he relished, in fact, telling me that they already had what they needed from me. They had some of my blood. So... Mm. And that's well, all I, he'll I, I ever see. take from me. He looks out into the middle distance with his smolder. Mm. Um, are we in a private booth? Yes. But she's looking in the middle distance <laughs> anyway, or where the middle distance would be. She's looking at it. <laughs> Got that far off expression. Yeah. <laughs> like Jumanji. It was, it was very fun taunting him that his own. It was fun taunting him that his only achievements was burned down a tavern and then lost to us. I mean, when you put it like that, it's, he's not very high and mighty, is he? <laughs> Despite the fact he nearly killed Leo by caving in a whatever, but yeah. But isn't Leo easy to kill? Yeah, oh, yeah that, was the, that was the second <laughs> of four feelings that have nearly killed him. Gravity, oh, you win again! <laughs> Damn it, gravity! <laughs> Thwarted me for the last time. Uh, are we? Are we? Uh, as Mallor. Um. Oh, have you done playing games now? I'm done taunting the bad guy. Um, okay. I, 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 oh, sorry. Leo's not there. Never mind. Um. Uh, but Brenda said, "Shall I? Um. Shall I go get Mr. Um, go get Brucon and, and then we can." Oh, oh yeah. Miss Brina, why don't you uh, let Mr. Brucon know that we'll be on our way to the gold sector and let him catch up in a in a few minutes? Okay, okay, Malar, and she winks overtly at Malar. Malar winks overtly back. I'll make sure that he ah. gets back to you in in one piece. <laughs> and she toddles off going to find him. So that just leaves uh, Seth, Malar, and Neris currently in the waiting in the booth. Um, you've got Docs outside go somewhere, along with Docs. Leo. Let's. Well, let's go find Docs and Leo, and I'm going to yeah. resummon Rallum and have him go into in what form? Uh, crow, crow form, Perfect. and have him be invisible and flying above us. Little aerial advantage. So you, you well... summon him in the booth, and he appears before Malar and. Yes, master. Uh, while we're um, while we're as we're in transit, I presume we're going to pick up Thingy and Dudar outside. But as we as we are in transit, uh, do we want to just what is how are we going to do this when we find number one? Do we know, know the name of the guy we're after? Number two, do we know where he is? Number three, hey, Seth, how do you want to do this? Uh, he's in the gold sector. His name is King's brother-in-law, and. We tell uh, him we want to talk to him. 
I mean, Brucon had the list, I believe, with all of the names on. But when he catches up with you, with Brina, he could share that with you. I believe my name was very accurate. Uh, no, I, I believe the chap you. you're looking for uh, <clears throat> is uh, uh, his name is uh, Oryxdoon. Uh, I guess he would go by Prince Oryxdoon. Uh, what's his his first name? <laughs> Is Didrect. Well, Didrect? Uh, Bidrect, yes. Bid- Bidrect, yes, yes. Spot on, yes. Full marks, top of the class. Well, did, <laughs> did, did Leo find Docs? Because she said she was in a Dragonborn form. Uh, no, he didn't find Docs. Docs found <laughs> him, in fact. I, I think it yeah. would be how that would have gone. Uh, Leo would have been hopelessly Are you a little for again? a good amount of time. Um, no. She's back in her dragon form. Have we seen you in Dragonborn form? Yes. Yes. Cool. Just, check, just checking. I, I can't. Uh, I, had, I struggled for a second. I was like, "Have you? Yeah. Yes. 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 I didn't want to just brush past, and, we're, and we sort of like ten minutes later, we're like, "Is she a different race now?" <laughs> <laughs> like, does no one notice that we've just got a different person with us? <laughs> You're making we're just friends. Not questioning this. <laughs> we're just not questioning yeah. it. We have a follower now. Um, we're famous, you know, it's, it's cool. Hi, can I have an autograph, please? Please? Let's <laughs> <laughs> head to the gold sector. Head to the gold and... sector. Yeah. Um, above, above table, um, who was it who wanted to go to the docks and who was it who's leaving via ship in like two days Dudra Denish is two leaving days. in two days yeah and that was the party that's going to have everyone there she tried to get us to go to it but are they we present? didn't yeah I think it was one A to ex- it was like far too expensive for us and we were like we don't know if we'll be in town so we can go to the party if we can't find the other suspects but I think all of our suspects will be in one place for that. But you can't really question people as easily at party. Mm. Although it is a party at sea, so they are kind of captive in that sense. And also the fact that Dudra Jenish, she's the one that we've cut off the list. No, it's uh, Pharrell Ragfrock who you've cut off the list. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, Dudra Jenish was the f- fashionista type uh, who uses they, them pronouns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it was Leo who had dream about the cave, wasn't it? That's right. Yes. Uh, okay. the, the cave with the elven maid. Mm-hmm. Because I I vaguely remember these things, but actually never wrote notes, and I'm actually yeah. having to write them down now. The okay. elven maid named uh, uh, named Etherell, uh, uh So you know, Jess Docs. Well, yeah, Docs, but Jess would 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 know, know yes. this. This is this is meta knowledge. Yeah, no, that that one I know. Um, that's that is in my in my notes. Okay, all right, we can we can get back onto the board now. <laughs> yep. Okay. Sorry. No, no problem at all. Uh, so getting over to the gold sector is simple enough. Just meandering over there, uh, you not you don't have to encounter too many issues on the way, other than other than uh, your adoring public. Um, and there are there are many fans of the pit champions. I mean, they ignore Docs altogether and just assume that she's part of the entourage. 
um, but uh, the rest of you, you know, mm-hmm. like looking for, uh, you know, like, as we said before, autographs, um, just bits of your clothing, you know, so they can frame them, put them on walls, you know, just really making a song I dance keep, about you. They bring, bring babies for you to like every, kiss, like, like, you know. I keep directing every like dirty child towards Leo. Excellent, true to form. Leo Brin is it has a friend, to, friend of the children. Liber, it's like, uh, Seth, Mr. Seth, please, I don't, I, I, I'll, I'll catch you up. And he kind of calls over to you as he's held back by several children and um, young mothers with their babies, offering them over to, to Leo Brin. Uh, and he's like very awkwardly trying to, you know, they're there now. Hello, Leo Brin. Um, yeah. As we're, as we're walking away, I'm just yelling out and pointing towards him, and there you have him. Leo Brun, the pit champion, friend to all. Give him, give him a hug, give him a hello, and we keep walking away. Uh, Neris uh, sort of stops and says, "I'll make sure nothing falls on him," and then like goes goes over to keep him company while the rest of you continue. I'll, I'll keep. I'll tell Ralem to keep airborne above them to keep an eye on them to make sure that no one kidnaps them while we're gone. Yes, master. Yes. Whatever you say, master. Again. That was over. Uh, the rest of you. Do, 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 do. Hit the gold sector. Very affluent area. There's far too much money in the gold sector compared to uh, the, the other sectors. It's, you know, it's obscene, the, uh, the amount of wealth on display. Uh, that being said, there are uh, not many people, though. Not many people around. Um, however, there does look to, uh, to be uh, some sort of uh, information point uh, there, like a tourist centre, if you like, um, uh, which uh, has uh, has the draconic I uh, above it, a draconic alphabet letter I, um, uh, which Docs would, would point you to as, a, as an information point. Uh, and there is one very helpful uh, looking uh, dragonborn uh, behind the counter there. Yes, uh, how can I help you? We have an appointment to see Onyx Rock. What's his name? Drake's Oryx Gin. Onyx Gin. Close enough. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Um,. Well, I'm afraid we don't deal with appointments here. You, if you are new here, then you uh, maybe you don't know. Uh, yes, you, you could, you would find him at his manor, just in the uh, the eastern part of the quarter, of the sector. Sorry, the 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 the, the, the very large audacious building, the, the lar- largest of, of of the ones in uh, in uh, in the sector. You, you won't be able to miss it. Oh, thank you. I'm going to turn to Doc. Uh, do you know where that is, or do we need a map? I know where it is. Well, Doc knows where it is. Perfect. I'm going to thank Information Man and be like, I'll lead, lead the way then, Miss Doc. Oh, God, I'm speaking like Mallow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, Mr. Seth, I've been thinking about this, and uh, it may well be prudent to let me do some of the talking, and if you want to do. Uh, your mind uh, voodoo that I do not I do not uh, approve of then when you are when that is in in, in play uh, merely stroke your ear 
Okay. I will. Sounds I will. Like when, when, when I will. Now I will not mention the king until you are ready to. You've done that, and then I will drop. I will drop the bomb, as it were. Oh, I have no <laughs> reasonable concept of what a bomb may be or how why one would drop one. There you go. Um, <laughs> I see no no flaws in this plan at all. I'll drop the fireball. There we go. That works. There we go. Drop the flaming wyvern dung. Uh, excellent. Uh, excellent, Mr. Seth. Remember, uh, just stroke, keep in, keep in my eye of sight, in my eye line, and stroke your ear when you're, you know, excellent. Got it. Stroke your ear when I'm ready. Got it. Oh, um, and, and everybody else, Miss Miss Knox, and and when the others turn up, uh, just follow my lead. Just follow my. <clears throat> and at this point, Mallard takes his backpack off. Uh, no, actually, he's going to wait until we're like at we we find the mansion. We doesn't. <laughs> okay. Um Brina, um Brina goes over to Docs and like tugs uh tugs at her sleeve so that she's beckoning you to come down to her height so she can whisper in your ear. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I wasn't sure if you if you were consenting to that. Um, um it, it, no, it was it would be like a like looking down like Yes. What what do you, what do you want, small one? <laughs> I think it's cute. I think it's cute. Like these two points at Seth and Bauer, they seem to be rubbing off on each other. Yes, can, I'm they sure they'll be mating very other. soon. No, what? No, 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 no. Well, well, oh my God, have some inspiration. What the hell? Else? That's not inspiring, Stella. Oh that, no, but that that, that, that that left me completely speechless. But I think it was also entirely in keeping with the character. So let's, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, maybe, maybe, yeah. But no, I was, um, I was just referring to that they are very different. But I think they are learning from each other. And you know that, I, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. And I think these two are exemplars of that. Probably keep that to yourself, yeah. though. That's why I told you and not Brucon because Brucon tells everyone everything. That gossipy bitch. <laughs> that is good to know. Um, whilst um, Doc sort of been um, will will be like leading them towards um, the mansion, she'd have taken them through like a tiny little quick alleyway, um, uh-huh. where she'd have changed into her lizard folk, and then back out into the main street. In the blink yeah, of an eye, was, switches that to the quick. Lizard folk. Mm-hmm. Really that quick. Was... How did you do that? It must be magic of some kind, but I I didn't see the effect. I didn't see the spark. It's something I've had. I've been able to do for a long, long time. Impressive. Yeah. Yes, I have to say that was that was uh, that's uh, that's a most useful trick. Uh, yes, I'm sure they'll become most useful in our, in our next encounters and break on waffles uh, as you continue. Yeah. No, see, there was I'm, a I'm, pr- I'm pretty. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I, I'm pretty good at changing shape too. These these guys still think I'm a half mer elf. Oh. Well, that's fine. Um, I feel like the logs are done with the mind either way. 
Malar is pointedly ignoring that. Oh, all for my bait. <laughs> Fortunately, um, um, Neris and Leobrin catch up with you guys as you get to that alleyway bit, because otherwise you would lose them at that point if, if they didn't see you going down there. So they, they rejoin you as well. Uh, and you, uh, before long, you are, um, Docs brings you to outside of the mansion so the mansion has its own has um its own fenced off grounds um nice sort of uh courtyard and uh, the building itself kind of forms a u-shape um so you have the two sort of wings either side of the courtyard and then the sort of main entrance at the um the apex of the u um mm-hmm. and it and it culminates um at this at this apex at the center point is where you have the very large again conical shaped uh white stone tower or sorry graystone tower that, that is um as you've seen many many times before is very typical of the architecture here in in Richier, uh, kind of like large teeth uh pointing towards the sky um so this is very similar in that respect it just has wings coming out of it um the gates themselves to to the mansion to the estate uh, are closed uh, and there are guards posted outside uh, in fact you recognize by their attire that these are in fact royal guards uh, that you would normally find in the palace rather than out in the streets of <coughs> of the city steady your business says one oh uh, mm. We are here to uh, discuss a matter of great import with uh, one uh, Bidrex. Oh, hang on, where is it? Uh, Bidrex Onyxjun. Uh If you may, uh, we are the champions, and we have uh, uh, we are undertaking a uh, an errand for the king. Do you have appointment? Oh well. Uh, in as much as uh, we all have an appointment with each other in a matter of being and you know existing as one another as entities such as ourselves do in that in that in that term yes as you as you start this as soon as you say we are in a manner as soon as you start on the spiel the dragonborn indignantly turns around faces the um faces the the side of the gate that he is at he he, uh, faces something on the wall there and starts speaking in draconic into something there uh, which docs you would understand he's uh, as would Neris that he's saying um, and the pit champions are here they do not have an appointment is uh, the prince available to meet with them Uh, after a few moments a voice uh, speaks back and uh, I turn around sorry the prince is fully booked for today and is not taking any more appointments today but you can try first thing in the morning is that what the guards turned around and said to the group that's what the guard has said to the group yes okay we we didn't plan for this in fairness it is evening now the light is fading it's getting towards dusk oh but this won't take a minute could you tell him we have some information regarding the red mages he's been hunting? Uh, make a persuasion check. I will allow um, because Ma- I would. You you have. I think you still have the advantage from the spell. I think that would still be running. Yeah. An hour, right? 
I was going to give you advantage. I was going to give you advantage for Malar assisting you anyway, but you know. What what am I say? Um, you say persuasion. Persuasion, yes. Cool. Uh, that is a uh, eleven. The guard um, shifts uncomfortably, looks towards the other one who shrugs, and uh, then he speaks back. He turns around and speaks into the thing again in, in Draconic. So it uh, re- relays what you've said in Draconic. Um, after a moment, voice speaks back. Sorry, no, but he hasn't. He is available in the morning. You can meet with him then. Um, he recommends uh, you could stay in locally if you are not uh, get. Although we understand you are guests of the king and are staying in the palace, perhaps. Um, Malar at this point sort of throws his arms up in the air theatrically. Oh, now! And he sort of he he moves in a way that draws hopefully both of their attention to Malar. And put step out of their eye line. Uh, now, see oh, here, fuck. don't you understand uh, that this is most ah. important? We're on and starts to just just lots of noise and lots of arm flailing. Um, have I got their attention on me? And like, is step out of their view? Uh, so, I would say for this, Mal, I make a pers- uh, performance check. I feel like he doesn't know what he wants me to do, but I don't know what to do. Uh, well, you, you don't know well. well. I guess we're going to find out. Persuasion. Uh, performance. Performance. Uh, that's worse. Sorry. <laughs> okay, okay. Fifteen. All in. Fifteen. 15. Okay, uh, Seth, you have an advantage on the stealth check. Because Malar is distracted. Yeah, like Malar... Yeah makes like the, 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 the that sort of hand gesture like uh, go go do your thing if I, if I cast if, if I cast a spell is it would it be like loud would it like would they hear me casting spell and such uh y- yes um depending on the spell if it's got a verbal component uh, then obviously uh, they'll they'll hear it but um you could get the drop okay well then I, I want I want to start stealthing away, and then I would like to cast invisibility on myself. Ah, okay. Okay, 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 nice. Yeah, you can do that. So I need to make a stealth check to start with? Uh, sh- uh, sure, so you have advantage on that stealth check. Uh, 29. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you melt into the shadows, turn, and then turn yourself invisible. Okay, yes, you are now invisible. Ah, cool, cool. Yep, breaking into the king's brother's house. Ah, yeah. Before this goes any further, I'd like to know, uh, Docs, what's uh, seeing because you know that Malar is playing distraction, and you know Mm -hmm. what you know that's, and you are aware that Seth is slinking off into the shadows. What do you want to do while this is going on? Because you've got Um, some tricks up your sleeve too. (laughs) Um. I would probably be playing along um, as like, you know, the tour guide of the city type thing and just be like, oh, I'm so sorry, um, Master. Um... Oh my God, I've forgotten his name. Mala. Oh my gosh, Mala. 
Um, um, Master Mala, I'm so sorry for the inconvenience and all the. Uh, it, uh, they're, pro- they're not normally like this. They're normally <laughs> quite hospitable in this in this territory with them, with, in the Gold District. They're, they're normally most welcome. Oh well, I'm not experiencing that that at the moment, ma- m- Miss. Uh, now, who do I? Who is your supervisor? And he turns back to the guards. Uh, all right. Um... Uh, they'd like look from one to the other. Uh, 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 be the general uh, general Funch. Um, well, if it makes you feel better, I know exactly where he is. Um, you know, as you talk out to the city, I can take you to him right now if you want to speak to him. Uh, you would well, obviously yes, know that I... General Funch is a, is a she, but I just but yeah. Uh, sorry, she. Yeah, you would know that though, so I'm not going to yes. say that that's a slip of the tongue. So. I, I figure we're, we're still vamping out the front of this, I, mm-hmm. I guess. You're, you're so like, sort of Seth. Like... <laughs> uh, Seth, what are you doing? Oh, well, apparently I'm breaking in. So, I'm Don't give me that. To... Don't give me that, apparently I'm breaking in. You're the fucking rogue. Shut up. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm bad whoa, now. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, guys, guys, guys. I'm not... Let's not be Let's not be classist, okay? If there's one thing I can't stand in D&D, it's people getting classes. Like, you, rogue, pick the lock. Like, give me my real name at least. Jeez. Um, but yes, but it's a fair point. You are good at breaking into things and you are invisible. So what do you want to do? Cool. I'm going to... Uh... Are we in the grounds? Like, is there like a walled fence going around the property? I assume. Yes. Uh, can I climb over to get in? Uh, so there are spikes on the fence, but uh, with uh, you, you reckon you it's climbable, and you reckon you're nimble enough to avoid any permanent damage. Cool. Great. Uh, you can, uh, if you'd like to, uh, scrabble over the wall um, just as is. The wall is about. Sort of 10, 12, about maybe 12 feet high with the prongs. Um, with a suitable acrobatics check, you reckon he'd, you could climb over it. However, uh, if there were, if you wanted to use rope or anything like that to aid you, that would obviously help. Uh, would the rope be invisible? I don't know how that fully works with um, I think being away from me. I think while you're holding the rope, it's invisible. But I think once you let go of it it's no longer on your person and therefore or, or, or uh, your hands I'm going to telepathically tell Rallum to pick take to, uh, with him being invisible take an end of the rope and tie it to the top of the, the wall uh, okay so I, I like this plan the slight problem is that whilst Rallum is invisible he can't see other invisible things so he's not going to be able to see your invisible rope uh, I'll I'll Put through my senses and direct him to where I to where I am because I know where <laughs> I am. Okay. Okay. Well, that's All right. Very nice. I love it. So I'll, te- I'll, <laughs> oh, I'll tell God. him to land and then I'll pick and then I'll pick him up. Okay. You pick. Okay. That. This. Okay. This is fun. Um. <laughs> um. Seth, can you make a wisdom check, please? Just a straight wisdom check. Aha, plus zero. Oh, 12. 12. Uh, you you d- managed to hit Rallum in the face uh, when you're trying to <laughs> trying to pick him up. Um, fortunately, you don't do any damage, so he doesn't just suddenly disappear into a, 
a puff of pocket dimension. But, um, but yeah, it's quite awkward. But you do have, you, you kind of hear, like, ah, Master, why are you hurting me, Master? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, sorry, oh, sorry, I'm sorry, Master. I'm sorry if I disappointed you, Master. And, and then uh, turn, uh, turn, turn visible for a second, and I'm going to give him the rope. Yes, Master. And now, okay, in imp form, go fly at the top, tie this up, so I can climb over easier. Yes, Master. Should I turn invisible again, Master? Yes, please. Yes, okay. And he grabs the rope uh, and turns invisible again and uh, flies on over, yeah. He ties the rope off to something and you feel it go taut in your hand. Cool. I'm going to climb up, climb over, and then uh, make my way into the house. I have an hour of invisibility. Okay, uh... Seth, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. That's fine. Uh, 25. 25? Okay. So as you use the rope to try and, to, you know, sort of uh, anchor yourself and then haul yourself up the um, up the wall, you feel the, you feel the rope give in your hand straight away. You manage to, to jump back onto the ground on your feet without taking any damage, but, uh, but you hear a slam... Uh, with what sounds like sound, what sounds like a barrel, an empty barrel of some kind slams against the wall and breaks which side of the wall am I on? am I on, you're uh, on the public outside. side or private yeah, pu- side? you're on the public side still but you hear on the private side uh, a barrel scrape along the floor and smash against the wall and break and the rope is now um, no longer taut, it's slack um I'm going to look through Ralem's eyes to, and have him look down to see what that was. Sorry, Master. I must have tied it to an empty casket. It didn't support that's, your that's, weight, Master. That's fine. Let's move further down the wall. And we, okay. move, we, we move further down the wall and we try again. Um, you, uh, Ralem also observes there are a couple of guards who have moved over towards this barrel. Like, what's going on here? What is this? Uh, uh, fine. But... Good distraction. We go to where those guards came from, where there will yep. be no guards, and we try again, hop over the wall to get into the manor. Okay. Okay. Uh, the same thing happens, uh, but this time it's not a barrel. It's uh, he's, it, it looks like a bit of fencing that was just not very strong, like some wooden sort of railings, and it's just been pulled off and just slammed against the wall. Sorry, Master. Uh, is there something better I could tie it to? Uh, aren't there spikes on the top of the wall that you could tie it to? Yes, I didn't think of that. Okay, Master, I'll try it one more time. And you move further down the wall and he ties it onto one of the spikes. And this time, yeah, uh, you don't even make make a check, check this time with the rope secured. You can get over the wall relatively easily. And you are now inside the grounds. Yep. Okay, <laughs> I'm going, going to make my way through any type of door that looks easily accessible. Okay. Make a perception check, please, Seth. Perception. 13. Okay, so uh, the side that you're on, let's say the left side of the estate... And so you're on the left side of the horseshoe shape, shall we say, because it's an upside down U. Yeah. Um, 
in front of you, in the centre of this sort of strake's sort of wing of the um, of the manor, there is um, there are large double doors, um, which uh, look like they're probably barred on the inside. That being said, though, there is there's a couple of feet of ground clearance, kind of like you know, if you imagine one of those. Um, like going to one of those Western saloon bars, you know, they, they have that that kind of ground clearance, so you could easily like yeah. go on, go prone and roll underneath it uh, to get inside there. Yeah, I'll do that. So you roll inside, and uh, I'm just oh, that's fine. I was going to say, I was like, thank you, there's no people on the other side. That I'm going to roll oh, okay. into. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so using the same perception check, you just kind of stoop down and have a look. Doesn't appear to be any yeah. any people in there. There is a bit of a smell of dung, um, but other than that. And you, you, you can. Sorry, with the twelve, you would hear there is some breathing inside of some kind of creature, but it doesn't appear to be a humanoid. Am I going into the manor or am I going into the stables? It would appear you're going into the stables. Yes. Yes, I'd like to try the manor. Okay, um, so uh, you get yep, head round to the side. Uh, you're like, yep, that's that's not a good entrance for me. Do 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 do. And can you make a stealth check, please? I mean, your advantage because you're invisible. Um, but yeah, um, and then uh, catch up with the other two. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Okay, you are master of disguise, master of invisibility, and you are heading round um, the left side. So you'd essentially be heading around to the back of the manor to see if there are any back doors. Uh, meanwhile, Docs, Malar, and the rest kicking up a stink outside. You are fairly confident that, that Seth has got in at this point. Malar, are you going to continue the charade, or is, are you changing things up at this point? I would. I personally would like to think that in the intervening time period, Malar has gone from bluster and bluff and all of this to much more of a. He stood between them now, and he's like, and so that is the fable of the man who would climb the mountain, and uh, ecumenically that relates nicely to the story of the fish who would fly the oceans of the sky. <laughs> and what this really means, and he's just now, he's, he's gone full, full waffle mode. Like He's, just, he's, he's, he's full yeah. on, uh, yes, reciting um, from the sacred texts. I love it. Have some inspiration. And as, 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 as Mallard does that, because like, he's now he's between the two guards. He's like, yes. Oh, one under. He looks at Docs, and as he's talking, like he's, gives her the eye and like nods her off maybe to the other direction to say, "Go and help, sir." Like, uh, I, I'm sorry, uh, Jess. You, um, had your, you, you were sticking fingers up, so uh, go ahead. Uh, uh, apologies. Um, I, would, I, would like to... I would like to try. Um... Um, Fae present because it's it's so uh, you can cause each creature in a ten foot cube. So I'm assuming I could pick. So if I can pick the guards, you could, could you could do I, uh, Malar could arrange the guards to get them inside a ten foot cube. Yes, yes, amazing. Um, um, could I try to charm them, please? You most certainly can. So Fae presence. Um, forgive me because. Um, Leo has it as well, but I can't remember mm-hmm. off the top of my head what it does. Um, uh, so you, so you cause each creature. Um, so um, you make a. Um, to, um, so the people 
within the ten foot cube take yeah. a and make a wisdom saving wisdom throw save. um, yep. or become charmed or frightened by you until the end of your next turn. Uh, the the DC what's the DC? Uh, fourteen. Oh, okay. Well, the highest was eleven, so they both fail. They are charmed by you. Amazing. Um, well, um, just you know, just for to compensate. Um, how about um, I just take them a tour of the gardens? I've done this many times. I can take them a tour of the gardens, don't you say? You, and then we'll be back in the morning with no problems. You, you want to take us on a tour of the gardens? We would like no, no, to no, go no, on my, a tour my, with my, you. Um, my, my, my master, my, my, um, my employer. So if oh. you guys want to stay here, oh, perfect. Then I'll just take the, um, them for the tour of the um Oh, oh no! We, we 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 must make sure you are safe. We will, of course, escort you. We be, we would be very happy to escort you across the gardens. Oh well, if you want to escort little old me across the garden. Yes, uh, yes. We, you could take my arm. No, she could take my arm. No, 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 no. She could take my, and you could stay here with the rest of them. No, no, no. You could stay with the rest of them, and I could take the lovely lizard. Gentlemen, gentlemen, why don't you take me both? Why don't you both take me? <laughs> they, they both blush a little. We both take you. It's not something <laughs> I've ever done before, but uh, you are very. You are very alluring, so I guess maybe. Oh, okay. She does her uh, biggest okay like puppy eyes, and I'm absolutely fine with that. Uh, okay. Uh, the rest of you behave and stay out here, uh, my lady. Uh, if you would, and they both sort of flank you and offer their <laughs> arms to you. Sorry, Jack. I've just realised. That accent is very uh, Nandor from what we do in the shadows. I have it's not seen weird. that. I have not seen that. I've really I've, uh, that's been mentioned a few times in, in my life. I feel like I should watch it. <laughs> yeah, you should. Sorry, go on. Both offer their arms and uh, on either side of of you, Docs, uh, in your lizard folk disguise. Fab, um, I take them straight towards the stables. All right. Oh, what are we doing in the stables, my dear? I thought you want. I thought you wanted to take me. <laughs> one of them is completely lost for words in bashfulness. The other one, oh, well, I not. I'd never. I. I mean. Yes, sure, sure. Uh, come on in. Uh, let's find a comfortable spot. And does it have to be the both of us, or just one at a time, or, or how would you? Have how this one... about um, you guys find the most suitable <laughs> stall and make a decision? Uh, yes, yes. I'll wait yes. out here, and I'll come in when I'm all ready for you. Yes, my lady, and they both. Hurry inside. Uh, open the, the door. I know what you're doing now. I love it. Uh, both open the doors. They, they, either side of the uh, either side of the stables, like looking for a, for a stall. Once they're out of sight, what are you going to do? I have them back tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. So you go back to the gates. You open the gates and let. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, Malar's there along with the rest of the party. I think you need to go help your friend. 
Uh, agreed, agreed. Let's uh, thank you, uh, Ms. Ms. Uh, let's. Uh, uh, yes, let's go. Uh, Leo um, <laughs> looks. A, Leo, Leo looks a bit put out and goes, "I can do fate presence too, though." <laughs> now, now the moment we get into the grounds, Malar starts to look around for Seth. You can't see Seth from from where you are. I mean, he's invisible for one thing, but two, he doesn't appear to be in the area. I don't know that. That's the problem. That's true. Um, but you can. St- I mean, you could start searching. I guess. Um, you would be. I guess it would be survival check. You'd be looking for tracks, right? No, I. I you know what? Not that bothered. Gonna okay. go straight towards the front door. Heading for the front. No, because he knows. Lovely. He knows that Seth knows what Seth's he's doing. Do, Seth, Seth's doing a thing. Um, yeah. Seth. Seth. Meanwhile, um, around the back of the estate, you can see there are a few guards posted, uh, mostly around the perimeter. Um, there is a back door, however, that is unguarded. It looks like a sort of serving entrance, um, which uh, looks like it'd be suitable for your purposes. Cool. I'm going to make my way towards it and make my way in. Uh, I'm going to have Ralum with me, so I'm going to keep... And when, when we're inside, I'm going to have him invisible in front of me by flying sort of in in place sort of about 30 feet in front of me so that he can check the corners and such see what's around there the door is locked um so you will need to make a a a thieves tools check or dex check with thieves tools cool yep let me pull my thieves tools up because i think i put expertise in them yep yes uh 28 28 and the I love eleven. It's pretty, pretty dope. Um, especially when you get reliable talent, which I think is—is is it level nine or level ten? You get that. That, that adds yes. extra awesomeness. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, because that means you'll basically get d- dirty twenties guaranteed. That's 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 obnoxious. Yep. I hate it. Rogues, man. Anyway, um, click uh, and the stone door is unlocked, and you can open it, um, letting you in. Uh, as it appears, uh, quite a luxurious kitchen. Well, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna have Ralum separate from me. Actually, I'm gonna tell him to um, make his way upstairs as stealthily as possible, okay. and try and locate a study or a place where he would have important documents. Okay. Um. I think at this point would be a nice point for us to end today's session um, and we'll pick this up again uh, at the next one in two weeks time where hopefully uh, we'll have uh, a few more party members alongside us although it has been really nice to sort of as I say spotlight and focus in on a, a couple of uh, party members it's sometimes nice to have these more intimate sessions so guys thank you so much um, for playing and for being available tonight Thank you guys at home for watching, of course, as well, whether you're watching us live here on Twitch or are watching on Catch Up on YouTube. And if you're doing the latter, uh, then you then you uh, also can catch up with all of the um, latest uh, goings on with my sort of summary uh, previously in the many lands, which I will be um, I'll be doing it um, live on Twitch next week. Um, I'm not going to say that at this time because I want to leave some flexibility in case I'm not available but I will at some point next week be doing a previously in the Many Lands campaign catching us up on the last batch of five which will be sessions 80 through 85 um, 
with all everything that's uh, happened up until that point, as well as some peeks behind the DM screen in terms of uh, world building, in terms of stuff that perhaps was missed by the players or um, other th- sort of machina- machinations and the rest of it that are going on. Um, just, yeah, just a kind of more relaxed uh, stream, but also with some tidbits and other fun stuff. I hope you can join me for that. Uh, I will give you more information about that uh, when I'm going to live stream that on our social media. If you're not following us already, it's at Slice and D6. Uh, and yeah, I'll, I'll drop on there before I end up doing that stream. As for tonight, uh, once again, folks, thank you so much. Absolute pleasure, absolute joy. And I'm always nervous. Um, I'm like getting everything prepared and like, oh, gotta make sure everything's ready for the live stream. But as soon as we get into it, it's 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 always a joy. So thank you so much. And that's that's down to you guys. So uh, anyway, until next time, whatever you're up to, stay safe and good night and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for choosing the Manylands campaign here on the Slice and Dice podcast. We live stream the campaign fortnightly, Wednesdays from 7pm GMT, only on our Twitch channel. Show your support and subscribe today. That's twitch.tv slash sliceind6. You can also catch up at your convenience via our YouTube channel. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay safe.